0: another episode of why won't you date me my guest today you've seen her on the good place you've seen her on comedy bang bang she wrote for wet hot American summer she currently writes for SNL what a resume Fran Gillespie! What wow, a good theme song
1: <laughs> for me. Oh my uh, god. Uh, it changes every week. Oh my god. I like that it's short and sweet. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes it kind of those those bumpers kind of last a while, but just a do 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 loo. That's doo doo doo! Yeah, that's
0: kind of what I deserve. I'm liking it's that. Nice, short, <laughs> catchy. Yeah. People will be loving it. Franny G, I didn't know you were on the good place i looked on your imdb because i knew you writing credits uh-huh. and i was like what randy g's acting credits did you have a scene with ted danson um it was a big group
1: scene mm. and i think i maybe have three lines mm. um but it was very fun it was uh great darcy our dear friend yes, darcy carden um was there and it was freaking dope it was like Ugh. an easy couple days with the whole cast although you know what I wonder if you have this feeling but you probably don't have this feeling anymore but I feel more nervous for three lines than oh yeah 10,000
0: oh absolutely 10,000 like especially if you have like five lines in a scene if you fuck up one you probably nailed four of them and then if you have one line in a scene and you say it and they're like, hey, can we just go back to that one line? And you're like, uh-huh. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah,
1: sure. There's like nothing more humiliating than having nothing to or uh-huh. like not a ton to do and then like uh-huh. not. But I also think it's just one of those things where it's like, you're like amping up and it's like, okay, the line before mine is mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna say my line here, uh-huh. and then I'm done. And it's so much more it's nerve-wracking so than so much like, pressure. A, a long monologue or, like, a big scene, I feel like it really is just way
0: more, like, I, I sweat a lot more when uh-huh. that's going down. Yeah, because it's like, it's you're the only new person in this scene, especially, like, on The Good Place. So it's like, I'm new. I need to prove that I'm funny. (laughs) I have one line. Okay, it's coming up. And the poodle. Actually, Fran, it's dog. Okay. And the 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 French Bulldog. And you're like, okay. Yeah, it's a real. You have
1: seven words to prove that you're also you're funny, and you you deserve to be be here with Ted
0: Danson. You got seven words to say. Why not? Uh, I learned. This is like a thing it just makes more work for you but I had an acting teacher who was like memorize all of the other actors lines like memorize yours first Uh but memorize the entire scene Mm -hmm. so as it's going on it's in your bones and you know it so when you respond it's natural it's you already know it so Uh like that's where the line fits and I was like Oh, that's good. But then as I've started working, I'm like, nah, that's a lot of work. I memorize my line. But then <laughs> yeah. that pressure happens and you're like, no, oh, no, I'm bad. I have to go home. Nobody likes me.
1: It's so true. It's like you want to do like enough work, but not mm-hmm. too not much. Too work. much. Come no. on, the days are short, <laughs> and so you're kind of like, okay, I'll memorize the two lines before me. But then mm-hmm. when they start to come up, you're like, you're like, oh fuck. Oh <laughs>
0: um, um 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 yeah, acting is very hard. And sometimes I'm like, "Is this what I want?" It, yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's like what you want when you have it going on. Yes. But when you're outside of it, and it's like you go into an audition or whatever, and they're like, "And did you read? Did you read the script?" So you know that you're, uh-huh. oh, uh, you know, your wedding planner uh-huh. who's actually unlucky in love, and you're like, <laughs> "Okay,
0: I read my sides, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I guess I get that." I always just say now, "Oh, I wasn't sent the whole script,"
1: because wow. it's a thing that
0: happens but a lot of times I'm lying. <laughs> yes. Because sometimes, like, if it's, if someone's like, okay, there's literally three lines in this script for right. you, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Right. I know, if it's like, the lines are like,
1: they'll see you now, Mr. Thompson, mm-hmm. and then they're like, and also for reference, here's the
0: 200-page script. Yeah, and it's like, goody, yay, because I have nothing else to do. Acting... Is super hard. You work on a very hard show. We don't have to go into super detail, Uh but SNL. What a what a like a like a mega fucking show to be on. A hard
1: show. You know, it. I think that shows are different for um and hard in different ways for like a myriad of reasons, but I think people know the ways SNL is hard and mm-hmm. it, it's like so tangible to talk about how like the schedule is really demanding and like you miss a few nights of sleep. Mm-hmm. I think that's like an easy thing for people to grasp to be like that would be hard for me to not yeah. sleep a few nights. But I feel like there are other shows that are also insanely hard mm-hmm. in different ways like, you know, uh, long hours and like wanting to get the perfect line. <laughs> I mean, for me now, I would think a difficulty would be, like, working on a show where it's, like, and the thing we're writing now, we'll see in two years. (laughs) Like, that would be hard for me. Yeah. Like, to be, like, okay, I'm staying here late. I Mm -hmm. acknowledge that I'm, like, now, you know, my life is working on this sitcom or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I'm staying late. I'm missing out on time with my family. I don't do anything besides work. But it would be harder for me to be like, dope, I'm staying till 11 or midnight because this thing will be on the air in one year.
0: Yeah, that's, I think people don't realize that about television. Like, sometimes things are delayed so fucking long. And you're like, oh, I shot that, you know, like a year ago. Or I shot, like nailed it. We shot before it aired, like a full year before it actually aired. So, like, it felt so far away, and then doing press for it, I was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, uh, that is how I feel it about it. was forever
1: ago? Like, shows that aren't SNL, because SNL is, like, I mean, and this is why I think what makes it hard is, like, it has to happen this week, and it's mm-hmm. happening now. But every week you start over and it's like Mm -hmm. whatever happened last week, good or bad, it doesn't matter anymore because it's a new week Mm -hmm. and new things are going on and there's a new host and it doesn't matter what happened last week. But I feel like I would also struggle with the thing that you're talking about, which is like, yeah, I broke my fucking back Uh one year ago, but like if someone's going to ask me like... You know, what was the, what was a goofy moment filming Nailed It? You're like, I I don't
0: know. no idea. (laughs) I don't know. But I will say the instant gratification of having a live show every week is so nice. Yeah. And it's the opposite of being on a dating app. Have you ever been on a dating app? No. You are so lucky.
1: I haven't been on a dating app, but I'm like very um, interested in having many friends that, uh, that, it is like the make or break. Although mm-hmm. you know what, I've had friends that found love on MySpace. Really, I have had. I went to two MySpace weddings where it was like, oh
0: my people God. met on
1: MySpace. But then I also know like so many people that are like uh, m-
0: met a, a person they dated for an extended period of time on Raya. Ah, interesting. I cannot get it going on Raya. Why? I do not know. I I mean, I maintain that the app is racist. I have heard that. Uh, the only black women I have seen on it are beautiful black women. The only black men I see in it are beautiful black men with abs for days. And then all, like, white people, Yes, yeah, some of them are beautiful, but some of them are, like, gross. Like, I matched with this kind of gross-looking uh uh, owner of this, like, store, and we talked for, like, a little bit, but then I was like, I don't want to go out with you. But luckily, he ghosted me, so that's fun. Well, don't you think people
1: are using... um apps to manipulate the way they look
0: in their profile pictures oh absolutely there's a lot like okay I can clock a fat lady like nobody's business like I know when you're a fat person trying to masquerade as a thinner person all of your angles are up or whatever and I feel like you have to be honest you have to let somebody know exactly what you look like like I have most of my pictures are flattering but like I show my whole body You know, because I don't want anyone to go on a date with me and be like, oh, wow, you're way bigger in person. Because, I mean, that doesn't feel great. Would you mean like you would never want to
1: meet up with someone and then see like them be like, oh, this is what you look like and like clock a disappointment? Yes, to
0: be upset, like to see someone disappointed in real time is really hard on your feelings and your heart. You know like your mother is just like oh come on. And you're like I'm sorry. Uh I'm so sorry. I
1: mean my opinion is nobody should be able to uh, like Photoshop themselves Mm -hmm. and there has to be a way for the app to like uh, especially Riot Like, there has to be a way for the app to not allow a
0: Photoshop photo. I don't even know if you could do that other than like just having it be a very long process of submitting your photos for someone to like look at. Oh, right, yeah. I'm and then sure the process that. of getting on Raya is so, it took me two years to get on it. No. Two years. Don't you just need someone to recommend you? Yes and no. So you can submit, the first time I submitted it, it was like, who who do you know who's on the app? And I said John Milheiser. Uh-huh. And they were like, not important enough. I should have just said like Schumer. I don't know. I should have just lied and said. Uh, Take the, a guess. The most famous comedian. John liner. Mayer. Yeah, John Mayer. He's my best <laughs> fucking friend. <laughs> I mean, and then Tinder is, oh my God. Tinder is like, just like a garbage pit of people.
1: Tinder is more about just a like immediate hookup because someone's yes. near you. Yes,
0: I think Tinder is now the like fuck buddy place,
1: right? But what would be the like? What's the um the girl reaching out? Bumble, Bumble is shitty. Bumble's not fun. It's got Bumble is girl reaching out to guy. Yes, and so, so y- the power is in the woman being like, "I think you're cute." Yes, okay.
0: And how does that work? Um, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, I feel like men will swipe yes on everybody, just, <laughs> and then they get to weed out who messages them. But I've been giving people some really fun messages. I'm going to read some to you. Okay. On, what are we talking, Raya? On Bumble. Okay. So, on Friday, I sent to this man, Anthony, okay, oh wait, yeah, okay, what would you do if you woke up and there was a giraffe at your window? He didn't respond. Oh. Oh. And then <laughs> it's funny, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> out of context. You these anyone you're talking like? I don't trust anyone, mm-hmm. even people I know, even people I live with. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like so like first sign of weirdness. <laughs> I gotta take a step back and. Even though that is funny, it would be like, okay, well, wait, what's happening here? Is this a psychopath?
0: I never thought of it like that. I was just trying to be silly. No, yes. Here's another conversation I had with someone. Mm Mm-hmm, okay. What would you do if a penguin walked into your room right now? He said, first thing, uh, we try to discover where he came from, because no doubt it'd be cold, and that's a major plus at the moment. Uh, Also, I'd probably try to get him some fish. What about you? I said, I would ask no questions. I'd keep it. I'd Google how to take care of it and raise it with my dogs, take him on walks and teach him how to be a good boy, (laughs) which I thought was funny. Uh But then he didn't say anything funny back. He was just like, good plan. What would you name him? I said, Bert or Earl. And then he said he would name his Chuck. And then we, that's it. Ooh, it ended at Chuck? It ended at Chuck. Oh, my God. I like
1: About face at Chuck,
0: right? I've just been sending people really silly first messages. That's good. Here's another one from I sent this to Gary. Okay, um, would you rather turn into a hot dog every night or turn into a hot air balloon every day for fifteen minutes at eleven (laughs) forty-five? He said balloon. He said balloon? Yeah, he said he wanted to turn into a balloon for 15 minutes. And I said, that's logical, because you could get eaten as a hot dog. And he just said, well, I'm not too fond of them. I was like, all right, Gary. Okay. So basically, it's like
1: people just can't hang.
0: No. Here's another one. What's better, skipping or rolling down a hill? He said, falling down a hill with comedic flair trumps both for me. (sighs) I don't know. Everyone's bad. And so how are you going to uh, pivot these into, like, we should fuck? (laughs) I don't know. I think think my angle was, because I was up real late the other night, and I was like, okay, Nicole, just make yourself seem really interesting, and someone will want to take you on a date. But none of these men want to take me on a date. I think it might be hard to pivot from the,
1: like, goofy banter (laughs) to, like, You know, and send me a picture of your dick. Although, is that something people do on apps? Um, I don't think you can send pictures
0: on apps. Oh, Oh, wait, maybe you can. On Bumble, you can. Here's another one I sent. Would you rather eat tinfoil every day for the rest of your life or turn into a potato every night for an hour? (laughs) 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 I thought they were all really funny and didn't get the responses that I wanted. (laughs) For being real honest.
1: Yeah, now if you were in the reverse and a guy was like messaging you Mm -hmm. and was like, would you rather be a bolt (laughs) of lightning once or cereal that no one liked? Would you be like, yes, this is someone I'd like to
0: fuck? Yeah, I'd be like, what a treat, this man is whimsical and silly. And I think I'd be a bolt of lightning once because I don't want to be cereal because I don't get to turn back or do I get to turn back into me?
1: Yeah, I guess it's always turned back into you. Okay. I think a bolt of lightning. Yeah. But that only exists for seconds.
0: Yeah, but that'd be fun to be like, oh, I'm lightning. I, Ooh, it's I'm more back. exciting than cereal. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, right. because then it's like, can I attack people I don't
1: like? Now, I would, I feel like people should be jumping on this opportunity because isn't the alternative just being like, hey, like your picture? Yes. Hey. Yes. I saw that you, uh, like
0: to climb. Me too. <laughs> uh, been to Puerto Rico. I like that. I love traveling. Seems like you like to travel. Is that the alternative? Is that yes. the like uh, boring? And I get a lot of, do I see you on TV? And someone commented. So I asked people to leave reviews or whatever. And I can't find it right now. But someone was like, seems mad that you have fans. And I'm like, I'm not mad that I have fans. I'm so grateful to have fans. I just don't need you to contact me on a dating app. I have so many ways for you to contact me in a non-love way. Like, I give out an email that I read. It's baconcansave at gmail.com. You can send me emails there and I read them. You can DM me on Instagram. Sometimes I read those. You can tweet me on Twitter. I read those. But, like, if I'm on Tinder or Bumble or whatever... I'm not looking for someone who likes my work to say that and then never say anything else to me. Oh, that's confusing. It happens all the time. And then it just puts me in my head and I'm like, well, what did you want? And then I have to think too long about it.
1: That's definitely like a mix of work and pleasure.
0: Yes. It's like,
1: why are we talking about my work when it's like a full...
0: All I'm trying to do is get my little clit licked. Yeah. And you don't want
1: to be thinking about
0: like work and how you pay your bills. No. I mean, and it's nice and it's flattering, but truly, yeah, like if I'm trying to like... Be like, hey, let's like meet up and fuck. I don't want you to be like, but I also really like want you to look at this cake disaster I made. <laughs> I don't want it unless it's a cake sandwich in your dick. I don't want it. It's honestly all people ever want me to look at, which is very kind. Kinks. Very kind that they mm. like Nailed It as much as they right. do. Um, but it is very funny. We were like, look at this one. Look at this one. And then people like me to look at nice ones and I'm like, that's not the point of the show. You're just showing off at this point. Yeah,
1: I've seen you tweet that before when people are like, how do you think I did? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you
0: know you're a good baker. You know this is
1: perfect. I'm actually a a horrible cook and horrible, horrible baker because I'm lazy Mm -hmm. and won't measure and Ah. will kind of like half read directions Mm -hmm. and then it gets to a point where like I don't care enough Mm -hmm. okay like a few Thanksgivings ago I was in LA and we were doing like a Friendsgiving Mm -hmm. thing and I was like okay I'll make brownies my mother made brownies This, like, brownie recipe, it'll be easy for me. But I think I mixed up sugar and flour. Oh, no. And then they were white and, like, Mm. basically as hard as a rock. Mm. And I, like, was like, you know, I made something, and I need to leave in 20 minutes to go to our friend's house. (laughs) And I was with my boyfriend, Neil, and he was like, you got to just throw that in the trash. (laughs) And I was like, but... I spent money and time. And he's like, we're not bringing that over. And I'm like, oh, maybe someone will like to try it. And it was like, uh, it was like a full, like, uh, no, that's not happening.
0: That's so funny. Was, I feel like Neil's so sweet and nice. It, you just got Throw that in the trash. And he's like,
1: no, that's trash. He's like, that's trash food. <laughs> that's trash food. <laughs> the garbage is hungry for those brownies. But it's not the first time that's happened where I've like really? completely fucked something up and it's been like, but I can bring this, right? And it's like, no, that's bad. People don't want to look <sighs> at that. That's and then funny. even when I do think like when I like rel- make something relatively well and it will be like a buffet style thing at a friend's house, I absolutely will clock that at the end of the night no one has touched what I've made. <laughs> but I think my like period in life where like some people became good cooks and like yeah. good bakers, it was like I was
0: busy. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was doing shows at a theater under a gristini. Yeah,
1: like I guess I just, and I don't have that bone in my body. I have lived by by myself or with like a roommate most of my life. And cooking is expensive, Uh time consuming. Uh And there is nothing sadder than like living alone (laughs) and making like, a chicken and then eating the chicken for three days. <laughs> it's like I should meet, I would want to do something social. But then again, I have that, I have that chicken, chicken I in me three days ago. It's like not fun at all for me. I feel zero guilt. I don't mm-hmm. feel a responsibility to be able to know how to cook or bake. I don't give a fuck about knowing that. <laughs> and also, as someone that lives in New York, it's like I could get. And amazing, like truly endlessly amazing dinners. Just like
0: $10. Delicious things. Last night I baked, I had a hankering for cookies. So I looked up a recipe that was like two, like a serving for two people. So I made these cookies. And at the end, when they were in the oven, I was like, oh, I forgot to put salt in them. Yeah. And I just, and then John was also making cookies, my roommate and his boyfriend was over. So then we had a baking competition. And John clearly won. His cookies were very good. He followed all the directions. But then his boyfriend was like, Nicole, you win. I like a chewy cookie. And I was like, he's being so nice, but I really need a that. <laughs> Wait, did, a chewy cookie means that there's not salt in it? No, I just underbake them so then they're like a little chewy. Oh. But like the cookie was just sweet and there was no juxtaposition, like saltiness to it. That's I don't a... know. It's fucking confusing. Baking sucks. It really does. It makes the... a fucking
1: mess. Yes, the cleanup. I'll get like a sleeve of cookie dough and then like pick at it for like a week. Hmm. And then it's just like a half of cookie dough. And then I'm like, well, this is garbage now. Yep, It's like has freezer food. burn. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, I'm not making this now. This is completely this is trash food. Do you still have a place in L.A.? No, I don't. Ah. I have a I. Neil has a house, and I stay there when I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I'm here, like... The summer. Yeah, I, I, but mostly in New York. Mm-hmm. And my apartment in New York is on the Lower East Side. Ooh. And I don't know if you have been there in a minute, but it is a uh, hellscape of <laughs> finance, people. Really? Yes. It's like a hellscape Man. of, like... Uh, like Dudes coming out of, like, Credit Suisse and then going to, like, Stanton Social. Really? It's, like, completely taken over. Well, during the day, it is a fucking no-man's land. It's, like, a leather store that sells a hat. And then, like, well, I, I live above two separate, like, sneaker stores Mm -hmm. that will set up like a red rope and like 200 people will be in line Wow! like a couple days a month. But then the other days of the month, I like peep inside and it's just like a dude looking at his laptop smoking weed and there's like a shirt on each wall. (laughs) And I'm like, I have no idea. This is a
0: front for something. It's
1: definitely not making money. But then like, so during the day, the neighborhood is just like, very weird specialty, like hip stores, mm-hmm. and then at night it is like the stinkiest. Especially now because it's the summer, it is like a you can. It is like seeing the air; like the air is Ugh. like green. Yeah, it's, like, I know what you mean. When they're in a dangerous neighborhood uh-huh. in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and they like see like uh-huh. green smoke, that is what the Lower East Side looks like in the summer, and it's just like so many finance dudes there for like a you know internship or whatever and it is a gnarly but i do think that people go there to hook up i think the lower east side Mm. is like a place where people go to like meet people like
0: your pianos Uh. but last time i was in new york i had a couple friends who were like we're gonna go to the lower east side we're gonna find man i was like really the lower east side okay Also, I haven't been in New York in forever, so like, or like lived there in forever, so I have no idea. I didn't go to a specific location. I would just go to a bar and find somebody. Yeah, like McManus, I could, which is one of my favorite little dives. uh, I like spent my twenties in there. Yeah, I could always find someone to hook up with. Yeah, always.
1: McManus definitely had some like flies that were always Mm -hmm. like lingering around, and but the Lurie side is like definitely people are there to meet people, but I knew it was a hellscape when I saw an abandoned city bike just, Mm -hmm. like, left in front of my door. And city bike is, like, a bike share program where it's, Mm -hmm. like, someone was just, like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. It was, like, in the middle of the sidewalk. And I was, like, oh, there's, like, bad stuff (laughs) that happens here. And also I, like, will hear a lot of uh, domestic abuse. Like, oh I'll he- no! I'll hear a lot of like, shut the fuck up, find your own way home. <laughs> oh no! And like, no! I'll like peep out my window. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, oh my God, Nicole. <laughs> they- okay, I was there on, I was there, I was at my apartment or coming home from SNL S&O mm-hmm. on uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is the best oh, day God. to be in New York. It's, Oh, I think that's the worst, but well, also
0: funny. People I com-
1: get so drunk. But it is the try. I I completed the trifecta. The walk from the train to my apartment is one and a half blocks, mm-hmm. and in the one and a half blocks, I completed the trifecta. By the way, I live up the street from a place called Pizza Beach. Yeah, yes. Pizza Beach. Yes, yes, yes. And what <laughs> Pizza Beach has going on is a very um Grecian feel, uh, to like guaranteed on a Saturday or Sunday you will just see like someone crouching outside crying on a phone mm-hmm. but like it's like a 2pm mm-hmm. and you're like not enough has happened for you to be crying I yet love today. Grecian Beach
0: I it, love it, it, it Pizza, beach, it, pizza is, beach
1: Pizza Beach is definitely <laughs> Like, it is like the hub for like, and we're doing brunch this weekend, mm-hmm. and it's just
0: like you clock just a sea of nice white ladies. who are like, okay, listen, brunch is on. We're gonna have like mimosas and like really go for it. Yes, but
1: on St. Patrick's Day, it was the trifecta of a barfer, a crier, Ugh. and a breakup, which Ugh. is which is the
0: New York three. Truly, it is. I, during uh, Del Close, did you go to the Del Close Marathon? No, I I was like, it's the last one in New York. Oh, if you don't know what uh, Del Close Marathon is, it's a 24 hour, no, 48 hour, I don't know, it's three day fucking improv marathon and it's insane and at 4.30 in the morning, you know, John Gabris will be, you know, pouring beer on himself, screaming. Yes. Uh, And at the new theater, there's this man just like fucking puking, like power puking and it was 10 p.m. Wait, in the seats? No, no, outside the theater. Oh. And I was like, New York goes so much harder than any other city. It's 10 p.m. It's, you, you're like, you're done. You gotta go home. Yeah. It, Ugh, I've never seen more people puke than in New York City. I gotta
1: confess that I did do, I, I did a street puke two nights ago.
0: Did you really
1: hear? Yes, in Los Angeles. Yuck!
0: Where were you? I was...
1: I have a uh, toxic relationship with Max Karaoke in (laughs) Little Tokyo. (laughs) And, Nicole, it's not the first time it's happened. I, like, put... Hard alcohol in water bottles because Mm -hmm. they don't sell alcohol and you're not supposed to Mm -hmm. bring it it in. You're not supposed to bring it in. Mm -hmm. And they have cracked down in a major way. Oh. They looked in my purse, like dug to the bottom of my purse, which I haven't seen before. Oh, wow. And they're, I guess they were like busted. It's this great. It's like in a mall. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do in life is karaoke. <laughs> and in New York, it's so easy because I live across the street from a karaoke place. Oh. And one of my best friends in New York lives up the street from a karaoke place. And if we're like making a night of it, capital letters, mm-hmm. we're like, and we end with karaoke. We can get a room. <laughs> it's fun. They always have so- good songs to choose from. And in Los Angeles, it is like, you need to plan it the yes. fuck out. You need to
0: like book a room. You need to put
1: your cr- Credit card down days earlier. Uh And it's so like, and that's why I think I get so fucked up here because I'm always the person that plans it. And I always feel the like pressure. And it's always like, okay, how many people? And it's like, I hope for 10 people (laughs) at 9 p.m. (laughs) um, Don't know how long we'll go. Like it's always so much pressure. I have to put my credit card down, and then you feel, like, responsible for people having a good time. Also, the karaoke places here are in the middle of fucking Uh nowhere.
0: Uh Uh-huh, Yeah, this one's literally in a random mall. It's in a mall. Like a dilapidated mall that looks like it's closing.
1: Three places are closed, and the other ones sell, like, uh, buns. Like, (laughs) the other ones, it's also, there's, like, a beard papa, and Mm -hmm. then there's, like a, like, store that sells barrettes with, like, too much uh, doodads on them. <laughs> like, it's, like, in a mall
0: where you're, like, how is this... How is this still in business? How is this open? Yes, but many times... So how long did you spend there? I'll,
1: I'll spend three... I'll book the room for, like, four hours, mm-hmm. but in classic L.A. fashion, no one really comes till like, the second hour. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make sure you're, like... At least go with one other person.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're not, then you're not like sitting there alone. Well,
1: so that someone doesn't discover you alone in the <laughs> karaoke room. Like, hey guys, get there at nine. And then like the first person comes at 10:30 and you're like sitting in the Hi. karaoke room. Yeah, it's just me. Also paying for it, by the way. <laughs> and so I feel like I get like nervous about planning these karaoke things. And so I'll have like a Two water bottles of tequila, mm-hmm. and then like two water bottles of like Maker's Mark and Coke, mm-hmm. so, and then it's like these are waters and Coke. You dumbass! How dare <laughs> you question <laughs> me? <laughs> You're
0: stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you stumble out, and they're like, <laughs> "Some Coke? Where did you power up? Pe- you like outside this mall?" So
1: now this is the not the first time this has happened. Where I'll drink a ton, and then. I will feel myself fading mm-hmm. when, like, I'll put a song in and I'm like, mm-hmm. And then I'll like feel myself, and I'm like, I'm done, which mm-hmm. is some which is the, like, wherewithal I didn't have in my 20s that I got in my 30s, which is, like, you want that, you want the revelation to be, like, I drink too much, but my revelation Mm -hmm. was, like, I know
0: when to leave. Yes. And that makes me fine. Yes. That's how I am. Because I'm, like, sure, some days I drink too much, but I always make it home, and I always leave before I puke there. Yeah, Exactly. Like, in my 20s, it was, like, nights would end with me,
1: like, and you don't even really know me. <laughs> and then like barf on my shirt. Uh-huh. And then like blo- like barfing at the bar, you know, like popping blood vessels. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, I have it under control because I leave before that happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I will say the thing of like, I'm tired. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Which is what I said on Friday, left alone by myself. I was like, and thank you for coming. I'm tired. <laughs> I had the room booked till one and at like midnight it was like okay I'm actually tired so I'm gonna head out (laughs) bye and then I threw up at the karaoke place and then got in a lift and went home and when I got out of the lift threw up on the sidewalk oh no but in LA it like doesn't matter if you live in a neighborhood because it's like no one sees me no one's out no one's on the street I'm doing this into like a rose bush uh huh And then it was like, okay, fine. Like, no one's the wiser. But then I put on the shoes I was wearing yesterday. I went to do a show last night, and I was like, okay, my lift's coming in one minute. And I, like, slip on my Mm -hmm. white shoes, and I see my... Brown barf on them. Ugh,
0: gross, 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 gross,
1: gross. <laughs> and I was like, it was like just at the point where I had convinced myself I didn't have a problem. <laughs> I'm okay. And then I like, fine. yeah, I was like,
0: oh, there's just vomit on it, my shoes. It's
1: once in a while. And you know what? I work hard, I play hard. There and you that's go. my life philosophy.
0: I slip my shoes on, <laughs> barf
1: on them. I was like, well, I don't have time to change into a different pair of shoes. Did you wear barfy shoes to your show?
0: Yeah. I love who you are. But I
1: didn't tell him. Anyone until right now, but I like <laughs> definitely was on stage clocking it. Like, b- there's barf splatter. I mean, there's like no denying what it is. Oh, I love who you are. What a treat. And I was just like, okay, I don't know. Like, I truly believe you work hard you play hard mm-hmm. and there's never never a time where I'm like I have something to do but you know what I'd rather do chug makers mark
0: Yeah you're right like if I have to work I work and if I'm drinking I'll drink Like if I don't have anything going on the next day or I'm like I worked the entire week mm-hmm. and this is my night out I'm going to have a fucking night out Then I have Although, a night out Although planes planes are a nice place I don't like to get work done on planes just because, like, I don't feel creative, but I drink. I drink a lot on planes. I can't
1: drink on planes. Ooh, I love it. I but know people that love it. I just it.
0: learned that, like, I think the altitude makes me not feel it. Because I drank eight cups of vodka. and cups? then Yeah. So I was drinking doubles. And then the flight attendants liked me, so they were bringing me cups, which I think are three of the little airplane bottles. So I drank oh, eight of those. fuck. And then I drank three cups of champagne. And then... Truly watched Forrest Gump, three inches from the monitor. Uh huh. And then got on the lift, passed out. The lady was like, "Are you okay?" Because I think I was just breathing not normally, <laughs> <laughs> like just like. Ugh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then I like got home, laid down, was like, "Woo, I guess I'm drunker than I thought." Woke up and was like, "No, I got a puke," and then threw up and. I was like, oh, that hasn't happened in a very long time. I also popped a blood vessel in my eye, <gasps> and it was just not great. Oh, my God.
1: When I said popped a blood vessel, I didn't even clock that that was something happening. Yeah. I hope you didn't think that I was, like, thinking of a specific, looking at Nicole. <laughs> you know what I no, mean? No, it went away,
0: but... Oh, I, do, I can't tell at all. Oh, thank you. Franny G, we gotta take a break. Please. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 of the year you finally check it off the list with Babble. And we're back. What a fun little break that was. Oh, we got so much done. Oh, oh what a dream. So, you you're in a relationship currently. Yes. I feel like you are usually in a relationship.
1: Well, god, how do I how do I answer that? I have been in a relationship for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel um I like the uh, camaraderie of being one. Mm -hmm. I like, but I guess it's like there's pluses and minuses to everything, but I definitely feel like I have relationships based on friendships. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, this is a really good friend. And then, like, when it becomes a relationship, it's like, oh, or, like, when it becomes not just a friend, it's like, this is a really good friend, and... Also like there's romantic I feel embarrassed. I'm like talking like this is like a G-rated show, but I'll talk <laughs> G-rated. <laughs> it just feels so for me it feels like I don't know. I guess I feel like I I am not candid about um talking about sex personally.
0: Sure. A lot of people are not candid about it. My sister gets embarrassed constantly talking to me. 90% of our phone calls are her going, Nicole,
1: why? But I don't feel – that's – like, I don't care at all. I'm absolutely fine, happy. Like, I love discussing sex with other people and Mm -hmm. what they want to share – But I feel like for me, especially in like a podcast situation, Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to be like, I'm Fran, the person. And I also think it's complicated with women where it's like a man can go on a podcast and discuss like, I love Howard Stern. Men Mm -hmm. go on and talk about like funny sex stories Yes, and like, all their like conquests and like the one that got away or like, and then she didn't fuck me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. And I think for sometimes when women talk about it, it's like, this is funny, but it's also making me making me feel horny and <laughs> think about this person sexually. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, but it is like how people feel about strip clubs mm-hmm. where like, Men going to a strip club, it can feel funny, like, ha-ha, we're going to a strip club. Mm -hmm. We're also getting rock hard (laughs) and fucking jerking off to what Uh we saw at the strip club, whether there or when they get home. Mm -hmm. And for girls, it's like, I'm going to a strip club because it's straight up funny. Mm -hmm. Like, I went to see the Magic Mike show in Las Vegas. How amazing was it? Amazing. Oh, it Um, was also funny. Amazing. But did I feel horny? I got to say, no. It was hot dudes and it was incredible. Mm -hmm. But did I feel
0: horny? No. That's interesting. I never thought of that because I've now been to. Four male reviews and not once afterwards was I like, like, ooh, gotta rub
1: one out. Or like, you're not going home and when you're like lying down in your bed, like, I'm thinking about the guy that did the rain dance.
0: <laughs> like, at
1: least, I, I'm like, this is good and I appreciate the skill. And I'm not trying to pivot away from me talking about no, sex. I guess fine. I'm saying, like, men, I think, can come on and be like, X, Y, Z, this was a bad blowjob, PDQ. Mm-hmm. And, People be like, yes, and that is still that man to me. Mm-hmm. And I think if women, like, if I was, like, detailing, like, a mm-hmm. good blowjob, it would be <laughs> like, okay, but now is that person sexy to me? And uh, I guess I don't, like, I would rather just be, I, I don't think I'm running the risk of being s- sexy or making people horny, <laughs> but I think I would rather just be like... Franny G,
0: then like, <laughs> did you hear Fran talk about how she got fucked in the back of the limousine? Like, I think that's a really interesting point, because I don't think men ever have to think about how they're being presented right. in how somebody would objectify them sexually, or how someone may not hire them because they're like, eh, they're a little slutty, and uh, they run their mouth a little too much. Oh, right? It's a really interesting point you bring up, and I personally have never thought about that because I guess that's what I decided that I was going to talk about because fat black women are not sexualized. We're used as a punchline to a joke in Hollywood. And... No one's ever like you know who I fuck a jerk off to you know I don't know like I feel like Precious has been a punchline to a lot of jokes where it's like well she is a sexual person and she's a sexual being and she's right. beautiful and, and she probably
1: gets hers
0: she probably by gets hers the all way. the fucking time but like nobody thinks of us as sexual so like I don't think that's true I do I really really do I mean I think like
1: I it, it the idea of like. A beautiful,
0: isn't that like a thing is BB? It's a very, very small niche market, I feel like. It's called BBW. BBW. Big, beautiful women. And then there's um, there's like BBBBBW? I don't know what, like big, big fucking, I don't know. There's like even bigger. Oh, super size. SBBW, super, SSBBW, super size, beautiful, I don't know. But I think. I mean, what do
1: I know? But I think, like, a classically beautiful person is, like, a big black woman. And I think that that is what other people think, too. But I, I don't, don't—
0: think so! I don't because then why am I shingle? There,
1: There's, like, so much, like, art dedicated to, like, big, beautiful black women, too. Yes. I don't know what I'm talking about. And now I'm like, this is not <laughs> anything. But I, like, you know— I think that there probably isn't a voice to what you're speaking to, which is like, you own who you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you absolute, there is like nothing false about you. You also like, I feel like really are forthcoming with who you are. And it's so incredibly uh, inspirational to people. Oh, Franny J. But I feel like, people really, really look up to you in that aspect. And I feel like, for me, like, I wish I were more open. But at the same time, it's like my personality. I can't change who I Mm -hmm. am. And the fact that I'm, like, tight-lipped about my personal life or, you know, sexual exploits or what have you is, like, it's just who I am. I like it.
0: I wish... I didn't feel the need to tell people all of my business all the time. So, like, as I get older, I've been learning to keep, like, some things private. Like, uh, I have some tattoos that mean something to me, and Mm -hmm. people lately have been asking me about them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, those are very personal to me, so I think that'll be, like, the one thing I don't tell people about. Mm -hmm. Like, friends know, like, what they mean and whatnot, but... I was like, I guess I need to start keeping some things close to my heart because if I don't, then like, what is special? You know what I mean? I also think
1: you're... Not to be disgusting, but like your brand is like, I am who I am and you can ask me anything mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with my response. But if there's things you don't want to share with people, it's n- literally.
0: I just you, picked one arbitrary thing. You Anything else. Yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> know. But you have power in the fact that you
1: can say or not say whatever you want. Mm. And I also feel like, has it? A working woman in this industry, like, I don't really like anyone knowing shit about me that could be like, well, I heard she XYZQ. Mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> w- sure, I don't want anybody knowing anything because I don't want people to have that, like, power over me. It's because I'm secretive. You, mm -hmm. it's not a power over you. If someone's like, Nicole, I heard you gave a blowjob to someone. And it's it's like, like, yes, I did. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yes, exactly. And I'll tell you about every (laughs) other one. But for me, my, like, I feel control over the information about me that is out there. And so if someone was like, whisper whisper like Fran mm-hmm. gave like a dry hand job in 7th grade I'd be like no I didn't
0: <laughs> I think that's powerful I mean, to keep your private
1: life private. To each their own. Truly, it, I don't. I also don't give a shit what other people do. You sh- mm-hmm. you share, you overshare, you don't say anything at all. But I also love to hear gossip. So like, Ooh, if I'm in, if I'm love like some gossip. at like a boozy brunch with a group of girls and like no one's farting out like any type <laughs> of gossip, I'm like, well, someone has to talk someone about. Someone has some- to tell me something.
0: <laughs> Franny G, what do you think a good pickup line would be? Say I'm out at a bar. And I'm trying to get this dude to fuck me. What is a good pickup line? Have you guys been talking at all? Or it's like a walk um, up. We've been talking. We ordered our drinks together. Had a little banter, went to our separate friends. We got oh. drinks at the same time. What would you what would you say to like try to get that going? Maybe I'd be like, settle a bit. Are you gay? <laughs> Settle a (laughs) bit. Are you okay? And then he goes, No. (laughs) And I'm like, Prove it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, truly, now
1: what I would honestly do is be like, Sorry, I'm nervous. (laughs) But I like wish it was like, um, Dude, do you suck or don't you? (laughs) Like, I feel like I would want it to be like an aggressive thing Mm -hmm. or like. Uh, you know, this is, would be like a made up thing, but like my roommates out of town. Don't let me get the uh, I don't want the apartment to go to waste. Mm-hmm. That type of like even saying that, though, I just got like sweaty in my armpits because <laughs> I think I would like practice saying it twice. Uh-huh. And then when I went up and actually
0: said it, it would be like <laughs> my roommate. Have you ever an apartment? It's like being in that scene where you have that one line. You practice it, practice it, practice uh, it. Time comes, you're like... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I Exactly. I mean, I probably would
1: try and, like, clock something they were wearing mm-hmm. and be like, do you like... Or if it, it was, like, a bet or if they were watching TV, probably try and clock something or, like, see what they were drinking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be like, I don't know. I think... In my younger years, I would have been, like, a full, like, neg kind of girl, which I think I was, like, Mm -hmm. a full, like, you're drinking beer? Yeah, right. Shots for me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I think I would have been, like, (laughs) yeah, right. Because I have my whole vibe is, like, I'm your younger sister who thinks she's cool but never has fit in. (laughs) Like, hey, guys, what are we watching? (laughs) Lame. Like, but still, like. Mario Kart? Yeah, that's so two years ago. But, like, but doesn't know play. how
0: to play <laughs> and is bad. You've been doing comedy for a long time. Yeah. When did you decide that you wanted to do comedy?
1: Well, I think. Like, when was I able to say out loud, I want to be a comedian? Like, maybe last year. But, like, (laughs) I moved to New York, had zero friends. I was 18 years old. I joined my college improv group, and everybody was so, so into improv. And then I started doing UCB stuff and, like, met people I really got along with and then was there six nights a week. Mm -hmm. Starting, I mean starting when I was really, like, 19. I was, like, really Mm -hmm. there almost every day and then made friends and was on teams. And then, but I was still in college. And I think it wasn't till like, I was about to graduate and it was like, okay, what am I doing after college? And it was, like, maybe pursuing a comedy career. Mm -hmm. But then, like, not truly going for it. Not, like, I'm all in. How can I, like make this work for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just kind of want to keep doing what I'm doing and hopefully that will work out, which it doesn't. You need to, like,
0: No, yeah, you got to be, more every be year. Mo- self-motivating. And I feel like you, one year, just, like, decided that you were going to, like, do it. Yeah. And then things started really, like, happening for you. I think it was just kind of, like, I
1: was too scared to admit, like, why can't... I need to ask for favors. Mm-hmm. I need to reach out to people. Yeah. I need to be proactive. And I think it was like many years of treading water where it was like, I love UCB and I love doing my shows and I love my friends. And it was like, but I hope one day like Steven Spielberg comes to Harold Mike. <laughs> yeah. Like, I definitely was in that area for a few years, and then it was like, dude, I ain't getting younger. And mm-hmm. then it was like, it really was like asking people for help, asking people for favors. And the worst thing that they, that can happen is you die. Well, the <laughs> worst thing that can happen is like someone says no, or someone like talks shit behind your back. Like, yeah, Fran, reach out to me. I don't even know that mm-hmm. bitch. And it's like. Yeah, sure, people have said that, I don't care. But then it's like,
0: whatever, that's fine, at least you fucking asked. I feel like people don't want to ask for help, and help is such such a strong thing. Well, I think people are,
1: it feels like embarrassing, and you're very vulnerable to be like, I need help, but I was truly sick of being poor, Mm -hmm. and sick of being like, well, I have a full week, because... I have a couple shows and Mm -hmm. I'll hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. And then it was like years of that. And it was like, no, got to do more. Now it's just like every year I want to do more than I did the year before. And that's the general Mm -hmm. goal. But it was like, there was one year where it was like, this is not, like I can't be doing the same exact thing I did last year and also the year before and also the year Mm -hmm. before. And so I reached out to people, asked for a lot of help. And then also like did embarrassing things like like you know not it's not embarrassing but like things did I th- I did things I wouldn't have considered doing the year before mm-hmm. I mean even putting together like a basketball team is mm-hmm. like that was embarrassing I was bad and was reaching out <laughs> to people who were like I don't really know you and also what are you talking about <laughs> but
0: yeah, then but it it's all cool. paid off <laughs> I think that's cool to like try something new and do shit that you've never done before. When I moved to New York and started doing improv, you were one of the first shows I saw. You were with Law Firm. Uh-huh. And I just remember being like, ooh, that lady's so funny. She's so funny. I like her. She's very scrappy. And... There was, like, I started doing UCB and improv at a time where it was two women per team. Yes. If there were three, wow, how crazy. That was, like, the women's team. Yes. So, like, I just, like, watched you and was like, huh, she plays in a way where if someone negates what she just said, she will restate it firmer to be like that's oh you didn't understand what was happening you didn't hear what I said and I loved that I was like ooh this girl literally is not taking shit from any of these dudes and I loved it well now I kind of have a new technique which I feel like embarrassed admitting but
1: it has been like that I did do that for a very long time like I don't think you heard me cuz I'm initiating here brother but now I have a thing where like if I get negated I truly will say you're right I'm stupid <laughs> because like I, but I I feel like less scared and you're great at doing this by the way of like letting the audience in on the process mm-hmm. like I feel like when I first was improvising, I I was, like, such a purist where it Mm -hmm. was, like, and I'm in the scene now. And now I'm, like, (laughs) 200,000 improv shows Mm -hmm. later. It's, like, most of it's for the audience, but some of it is just for me. Some of it's for me. I'm going to say this thing. You're going to hate it. But But now I, like, have a thing where if I am, like, fully negated, where it's, like, you didn't tell me you were going to be here, Mom. You know, like, Mm -hmm. or, like, You know, you're in the cage and you aren't able to speak. And it's like, (laughs) I'll just make direct eye contact with the person, Mm -hmm. not the character. No, I'll look the person (laughs) in their eyes and be like, you're right. I'm stupid. And I'll like, even if I was like, had a southern accent or a British accent Mm -hmm. before, it's like, I drop all pretenses and is like, you're right. I'm stupid. Or like if I get insulted on stage, mm-hmm. I am not scared to be uh-huh. like, the audience didn't like that. <laughs> and you know, people I will, love it. People will be like, what audience? It's just you and me here in study hall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-huh. The audience doesn't like when you talk to a girl that way. Just to let you
0: know. I and I don't care anymore. Love that. I love it so much. I cause a lot of the times it's a man who's insulting you or calling you a bitch or like, oh, you'll see when you get home when I'm a duty. And it's like, oh, really? Okay. The audience really felt that and didn't like it. Yes. And I I like that and I admire that about you. It is just one of those things where it's
1: like, I also think now, <laughs> I mean, I'm so exhausted. Mm. I'm like, tired all the time but like I mean yeah like literally tired and don't get enough Mm -hmm. hours of sleep but also just like what other abuse will Mm -hmm. I face Mm -hmm. on stage that will feel Mm -hmm. exciting and new to me yeah like throw it at me dude or or girl Mm -hmm. yeah right but like yeah sure like what am I doing now like I'm a slut, I'm a mm-hmm. bitch. I'm like have now been endowed as like an ugly stripper. <laughs> like, okay. Uh-huh.
0: Thank you. And people yes. will like that? <laughs> I like it. I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a genius thing and I think women need to see women be strong like that. But I mean, I guess I'm saying I'm exhausted because
1: my reaction is like I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel. I'm literally just calling someone out. Mm-hmm. I wish I was like a hair smarter and like a hair more like sharp that it was like my responses could be like, and I just owned you in a way you never even saw coming. <laughs> but like my, I don't, I'm like too tired. My, it like, is, it's
0: exhausting. Being a lady's very exhausting. But also
1: like if I get insulted on stage, I don't want to insult you back. No, because
0: you could make someone cry.
1: Uh, yeah, and also it's like, does the audience want to see me pwn you? Like, no, no, no. Does the audience want to see us have like a like a dick tiff? measuring contest? Yeah. Like that's not propelling anywhere. That's just like not getting anybody further. No, and it doesn't feel nice
0: to do it. No. Stage etiquette's so interesting. Whenever people tell me about shit that happens in their, like, 101 classes, like, Mono Agapian was telling me that, like, he did a diversity workshop and some white girl said the N-word and everyone on stage was like, no, no, you can't, no, and I was drunk so I didn't get the full story, but I got that little tidbit and I was like, I mean, the the gall, the balls, the
1: why would you ever? That's fucking psycho. But also, why was a white person in a diversity? Women are
0: considered diverse in this world. What? Yeah. Oh, at first I thought it maybe was because of sexuality. No, I think she was just a white lady, and sometimes white women are counted for diversity things, diversity points. Oh, my God.
1: That's fucking wild. yeah. That's the world we live in. I mean, I don't know what... I have taught two billion classes, and I feel like anytime anything was, like, inching on, like... First of all, nothing like that ever happened in a class I taught. But anytime anything was inching on, like, being mean to a woman, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, but you know, like, the audience isn't going to like if you do Mm -hmm. that, right? And it would just be like... but. it does make you feel hot, especially as, like, a teacher. Like, it makes me feel, like, m- like truly physically, like, I'm starting to sweat when I see yeah. that type of thing happening where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I need to, like, stop this and look a, a, grown, a grown man, man in, in his eyes, eyes and, go- and be like... What are you doing? You can't talk to
0: someone like that. Do you talk to your girlfriend like that? Your wife, your mother, your sister? Is that how you speak to women that you love? But it's also funny because as a teacher, like, you
1: can't have a like nasty little vibe that ices the room.
0: Ah, yeah. You know what
1: I mean? It can't be like, you know, have you ever been like out in a group of friends and you (laughs) want to be like, excuse me, shut the fuck up? And Mm -hmm. then like, like ice chill Mm -hmm. rolls over the like
0: table Mm -hmm.
1: and then like no one knows how to restart the conversation.
0: That happened to me recently. I was with a friend. It was at her birthday party. Another friend came in very drunk, started screaming about a mutual friend that we have who wasn't there. And I was like, Hey man, you have to stop. You have to stop talking about this woman who's not fucking here. Conversation starts again. He goes in on her again. And I was like, Hey What the fuck is this? She can't defend herself because she's not here. Also, like, what are you talking about? He was like, oh, I didn't know you were such good friends with her. I was like, that's not the point. You can't shit on a person in front of a group of people when they're not here to defend themselves. And then that person was like, oh, well, uh, white men can have feelings, too. And I was like, what are you talking about? Nobody's talking about. And I, like, went in on him because I was like, I don't understand where you're coming from. You sound stupid and you need to shut the fuck up. And then I felt that, like, coldness like people didn't know what to say. Oh, people are just like looking at their feet. Yep. And he ended up throwing money down and was like, "I really valued our friendship." And I was like, "Cool. Talk to me when you're sober. Talk to me when you're sober because this is this is some real bullshit." And then I like texted him and afterwards and it wasn't about anything. It was he was drunk and spewing bullshit and yeah, getting the conversation going again after that was so difficult. But I mean, people, I, people be crazy.
1: Have you ever intervened in a fight you've seen happening on a, in the subway? Oh, yeah. That is the same feeling where it's like you're it's like, "Hey, stop mm-hmm. yelling at her." Mm-hmm. Like I've definitely seen like domestic disputes that yeah. were abusive happening on mm-hmm. the subway and it's like you know, you're, like, 10 p.m., 11 Mm p.m. subway rides, and it's, like, 20 other people in the car, and it's, like, dude, stop stop yelling at her. And then you, like, look around, and people are Are just just looking at their feet. feet,
0: And not doing a fucking thing. And then
1: they yell back at you, Uh and then you're, like, okay. And it's just, like, I mean, that is, like, I mean, even better because... or. A less difficult situation because it's strangers on a subway car. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that way sometimes with friends where it's like, you can't talk
0: like that. You can't just say whatever and, the fuck is on your mind. And then it like ices the mm-hmm. room. And then it's like, oh, Fran, relax. And it's, and like, it's like, well, no, I'm I won't relax. I just, <laughs> this is just really making me angry. And yeah. I'm just talking about it. Yeah. I saw a girl get punched in New York. Her boyfriend was screaming at her, and I was like about to cross the street to be like, Hey, but then he like popped her real hard and she went down. And then I like started oh to cross God. the street. Then her friend comes running out, and she was like, Well, I mean, it is your fault. You shouldn't have said that to him. And I was like, Oh my God. But it was also kind of funny because I was like, What did she say to him? What could she have possibly said to this man that made her what made him hit her? It was wild. It was the wildest thing I'd ever seen. It was it on West Fourth.
1: Oh yeah, West Fourth. That shit's gonna happen. Yeah. You're like papaya dog uh-huh. situation. It was right across. It was
0: from. It was right. Uh, papaya dog was here. They were here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is.
1: Uh, that's definitely a, a wild little block. I got in a fight on that block this year. Oh, there you go on West Fourth. It was, um, oh my God, it was daylight savings night mm-hmm. so it was da- it was spring ahead, and I there was an s n l and I was with it was after the after party because mm-hmm. the after party like ended early because of daylight savings time, and oh, I was with Kyle Mooney, one of my best friends and his girlfriend Kate, and we were like, well, let's get another drink because it's daylight savings time whatever, and he was wearing a Chargers jacket mm-hmm. a, uh, like a a starter jacket like a Chargers jacket mm-hmm. from like 15 years ago you know like Kyle yeah. Moon style like <laughs> you know so we like went to get a drink and we passed these two guys and they're like Chargers suck and it was like we were all drunk mm-hmm. and it was like he turned around and was like man shut the fuck up and they came at no. us and it was like you pussy ass wearing that. Ch- Why you want to tell? And it was like two white guys oh who like no. came up who were just like so fucking amped to fight us. Ugh. Who were like about to get physical.
0: Over a fucking
1: jacket. Because it was like, Chargers suck. And it was like, hey, don't say Chargers suck. And they were like, we're going to beat the shit out of you. We'll show you Chargers suck. It was like so wild. And it was on that West 4th. And then this guy came up. <laughs> behind that we didn't know and he said to the two guys hey man you know who this
0: is this is kyle mooney he's the mayor of west (laughs) Forks. okay we have to go but answer me this real quick yes please why won't you date me if you're in a position to date me would you
1: god so many factors i mean i would be intimidated to date you but I think that when, but I still would. Oh. And then I think we would really compliment each other. I think like you are so, well, my main thing about dating someone is fun. Mm. And I think you're fun. And I think we would have fun and I would probably feel like intimidated at first because you so know who you are and that can feel intimidating Mm -hmm. to people. But then I think I would get over that hump and we would just like have a ton of fun every day.
0: I agree. I think we would have a lot of fun together. It would just be Nicole and Franny G. Yes! Just swinging through life, <laughs> yes. drinking and puking. Yes. yes. I mean, we died 10 years earlier than we should. But, <laughs> but we'd have the most we have most a great fun. two
1: years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Thank you so much Thank for being here, Fran. Thank you for here, having Fran. me. Do you want to promote anything?
1: I want to promote you, and I want to tell you, like... You're just truly such an inspiration. No, not me! But you're also just like an absolutely unique star in the sky. Oh, and Fran. And there's just nobody like you. And goddamn, that must feel good.
0: Thank you, Fran. Well, if you won't promote yourself, I'll promote <laughs> you. SNL will be back in the fall. Fran writes for it. It's funny and... Great, and do you post the sketches that you write, ever? No, never. But we did just get nominated <laughs> for 21 Emmys. I will Congratulations. say Congratulations. Fran is Emmy-nominated and came to do my podcast, and it feels great. If you like Why Won't You Date Me, please uh, subscribe, and if you feel compelled to leave a review, please leave something nasty. Um, <laughs> this man, Steve, S-T-E-H-V, Stev, He said, uh, I want to yell in your butt. I've (laughs) heard of a motorboat. Let me give you a motor butt. That's good. (laughs) So I appreciated that. Thank you, Fran. Bye. Bye.
1: This has been a Team Coco production. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know
0: NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM.